I didn't. It wasn't my blood. Like I swear to God. I'm pretty sure it was your blood. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Here we have three guys having an unrehearsed conversation. And then uh, providing you a quality review about the topic of that conversation, which two of us do not know. Uh, today, I'm one of the people who doesn't know. I'm Mike Hodgins, one of your hosts. The other person who doesn't know what we're talking about is Bo Schwartz. Hi, yeah. Bo. <laughs> I literally forgot what we were doing a second ago. <laughs> Bo never knows what we're doing. And the person today who holds the reins and is going to deliver a topic for us is Crofton Steers. He knows what we're going to be talking about. Yes, he does. Oh, he's so excited. It's going to be a good one. I feel uh, it in my bones. That's Ew. a good feeling. Trust me. You guys yeah. will be so happy. You're yeah. going to hear the topic and angels will sing. It'll be so good. Will, mm-hmm. I, perk, will I perk up? Because uh, I'm, I'm a little on the downward trend. I, I, I have an announcement to make for the preamble of the show. I have not had a coffee. I might have had one in since November 2nd. And I hate that we date these shows because, you know, they get released later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it now. But that's literally been three. I'm going on week four. I'm almost done a month. Of that's that. insane mm, to me. Knowing like, Bo Schwartz, it's insane. Yeah. And I, so that means I'm not having any sugar, no sugary drinks, no sugar things. Like it's been a whole month. I'm au naturel. I'm basically full of salad, beef, and eggs at mm. this point. And, you know, the odd tea. I've had a few switch. decaf coffees. All you need to do is switch the beef to chicken, and you're going to be on the, the right. Oh, track I have chicken there. too. I have chicken in me as well, and bacon. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And I smoke <laughs> ten packs a day. Yeah, yeah. They, well, it's funny. Like I'm completely clean of everything, so no caffeine, no sugar. I mean, there's sugar, except there's the worst thing. I, you know, no pot even. Like it's like literally, I just can't stop smoking. That's all I can't do, and it's super <laughs> annoying. And I'm having no fun. And winter's starting, and so I can't even go for a delightful sunny walk because it's nighttime by the time I leave work, and it's wet. Anyways, I'm having but a have you go. still walk. Have you um, have you smoked uh, more because of this? No, just the same. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's something I think yeah. you could compensate for the lack of coffee and other things. Be that like, you know what? I'll have more smokes. That definitely happened when I first started reducing the amount, but uh, but then I just I, I'm back to the normal. You can only smoke so much. Like it's just, you feel like barfing in your own head, you know, <laughs> at a certain point. Well, so. how about this then? So now since you've been a couple of weeks off the coffee, a and maybe eating a bit better, how do you feel? Do you feel different? Do you feel better? Do you feel worse? Same. Um. I actually feel better. I miss having energy at night, uh, you know, but I don't miss staying up too late and being <laughs> overtired. So the good sleeps are actually really good. It's just a new routine. I've also like really fixed my circadian rhythm. Uh, I've learned That's a, a big lo- thing. I've learned a lot about how to do that. There's a it's hard coded into you as an animal, so it, it's it's not it's like with the grain to try and do that stuff. You just have to know what to do, like which is you have to let. Your, your brain can detect because there's uh, neurons in your retinas of your eye and they can detect slanted light. So if before you look at your phone or do anything else, if you, when you wake up, the first thing you would do is go and look at the light, the slanted light. And you consciously aren't aware of it, but your brain has a mechanism where it sets its clock to the circadian rhythm and looks for that slanted light at night and in the morning. 
And if you just make a habit of doing that and going to bed at the times, uh, it eventually fixes. So unless there's something dysfunctional with your circadian rhythm, that's possible, I suppose. <laughs> but mm. It worked for me. So I'm like, get, I get up at seven and eight without even the need for an alarm clock. And that's like, I haven't done that in 20 years. You know, it's pretty awesome. That's good. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of, um, of fixing yourself, this is, uh, it, I learned something about myself. It's, I don't want to call it a superpower. I might be overselling, but my daughter is working on like uh, speech and such. And as part of it, she has to do these tongue twisters. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever done tongue twisters, but they're called that for a reason. I used to do them uh, in high school. <laughs> really? Okay, yeah. so he's on a, talking on a, on a girl's time. face. So cool. <laughs> uh, I see. I see what you're saying here. It's, you're making it sexual. I get it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm look. Being, I'm being gross. So, so you know, do you guys know the how much wood could a woodchuck chuck one? Yeah. Yeah. Right, can you do she it? Sell, she sells seashells. One that's well, hard. You've already messed it up. You're right. But can how you much do the wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck chuck wood? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Okay, you're doing it fast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, He's like, the this. trick is you do it super no, 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 slow. No, it's no, not it. hard. No, what? no, no, no. Watch this. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck could chuck no amount of wood since a woodchuck can't chuck wood. Even if a woodchuck could chuck wood, and even if a woodchuck would chuck wood, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? That's oh, good. Very good. Very good. Huh? Now do this. Do the seashells one. I didn't realize there was what, more lines. What? What is? What is the seashells one? It's like she sells seashells by the seashore. You, you can't even say it much less. Yeah, because it's the hard one. It's a hard one. She sells seashells at the seashore. She sells seashells at the seashore. See, I'm really good at them. Yeah. It turns but, out you know, there's something weird that happens where you kind of don't sound like Crofton when you're saying. Yeah, you like, sound like a you're really well, obviously. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to like. I'm doing an exercise. It's like a linguistic skill. Like Bo, you do one. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? She sells, she sells by the seashore. Sh- oh man, I'm the best speaker. Who she knew? sells you- seashells by the seashore. I, I can't do it fast. I I'm a poor enunciator with normal language. <laughs> I'm not Peter very Piper good. Picked, Peter Piper picked. Peter Piper. Sorry, Peter oh. Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. <laughs> I the, make one mistake because you guys are blabbing. The, the problem is when we do them, we're smiling, <laughs> and it's hard to do these while you're smiling. Yeah. If you actually, actually go to don't a, a studio, know any off the top of my head, I feel like that's half the thing. Is like I, I Peter Piper like, picked a pack of pickle peppers. That's the one I have the hardest time with. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Seuss has a book that's all that's just full of them. It's just like one tongue twister after another. Um, yeah. Ivan loves it when I read. Definitely. Well, All right. uh, we're well, gonna move just... on before uh, we're gonna move on to the main sh- thing of the show. I know that's not my job. That's to do it. Segues, You're done. But we're done we, with the... to pay the bills. I'm advertising. I'm drinking Daryl B. Dungeon's Mind Flayers Delight Tea, everyone. And I'm, you're about to hear pouring sounds as I pour it from the tea thing into my mug. Hmm. I hope it perks you up. Delightful tea. Oh, you don't hear sounds. That was a lot of hype for nothing. Anyways, I was just worried there was sounds, so I was gonna integrate it into native advertising. Native <laughs> high quality, bad. high quality effects and, and things on this show. Uh, let me take a All sip. Right. Well, I'm the Delightful. topic guy. Yeah. So, so let's do- toss it over to you. All right. That means you, your topic you submitted to the International Bird Academy before the show, and now the official bird. Oh, Mike, are you watching the bird? There it goes. Uh, Dropped it. Catch it, Crofton. There you go. You got it. 
the delivery is here, and now we will find out what the verdict is. Oh man, this topic is so good. I'm so excited to share it with you both, just because uh, I feel like it is going to go well with Bo for sure. It will go well. Yeah, I wonder how hard. Might... I, I wonder how hard I'm going to have to pretend not to be disappointed. Hmm. And, and for Mike, Mike, it will go well as well. Here's the thing, though. I planned this topic before any sort of preamble even knowing that it would perk Bo up a bit. So the topic Ooh. this week is caffeine. Oh, good uh, one. Caffeine. We haven't done oh. caffeine. I can't believe We it. have not done. We have done recreational drugs where it came up as a kind of side conversation when we were talking about them and maybe kind of threw us for a bit of a loop that time. But th this time we're doing it solo. And uh, I thought about it the other day because I was thinking actually about what Bo was going through. And then he did this whole preamble thing, made it even easier. <laughs> nice. So yeah. nice. caffeine. Caffeine is obviously a stimulant that we um, have in a, a lot of drinks, particularly, although it can be in food and other things, uh, chocolate a little bit or whatever. Um, and, you know, I, I think that it becomes part of your essential lifestyle in the way that you live your life. For me, I, I have coffees at certain points of the day, essentially. Often it shocks these two fellows when I have one at 8 p.m. Um, <laughs> Hell and, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, uh, I do it too, but, you know, it's crazy. But now Bo is weird because Bo was, like, one of the heaviest caffeine users that I knew. And now he now he has switched to, to no caffeine. And Mike goes through these periods where he will just cut himself off of caffeine. But then when he's on it, he'll have the fanciest coffees that uh, your mind would, like, yeah, you I, know. I think um, caffeine's the only drug in contention with cigarettes for, like, I wouldn't. I, I would I don't know which I've had more of essentially for like, you like in milligrams right like I I don't know what the measurement in a cigarette is versus yeah. uh, like in my bloodstream because it's hard to know because what's yeah. in a cigarette you smoke like ten cigarettes a day you don't drink ten coffees a day yeah so I just don't know what the I don't know what the milligrams but are. I will say about coming coffees so so widely widely consumed like caffeine is the most widely used drug in the world, as you often hear told. Mm -hmm. And I also heard that coffee in particular was the second most valuable commodity in the world next to oil. I just Ooh. find that such an astounding thing. You've got your oil, <laughs> the, the entire economy runs off of, and next commodity, coffee. So, <laughs> People love caffeine. So coffee, caffeine over alcohol in terms of... Um... Oh, yeah. Because it's like, oh, in, in terms of like, because the thing is, people will just like Alcoholics almost everybody. Drink caffeine, but caffeine people don't drink alcohol. Yeah, like I drink coffee every morning and I love coffee and I have might have a beer once every two months. Mm. Like, I don't care about it. But someone who's like, yeah, a, a, a big drinker who drinks every day probably also has coffee in the morning. Like, I, I just think, yeah. Right, anyways, but coffee, wait, uh, yeah. Might have it's, one coffee and twelve beers. I'm just saying that, like wine drinkers, you know, there are all sorts of drinkers across. Like you look at what is the most common drunk beverage. My understanding is that it's tea. So that would, but then afterwards, well, it's caf like beer. Well, caffeine beer is the is the I've heard the most widely used drug in the world because again, yeah, people having it in tea, coffee, like everywhere, right. super widespread use. I mean, alcohol, sure, but there's a lot of people who just don't drink alcohol but like there's not that many people you, you oftentimes i'll meet people who be like oh no i don't drink co coffee but they drink tea so you're like okay well you're still getting your caffeine 
fix unless they're going really they're really specific about i don't have caffeine i drink herbal tea you know like but but most real tea drinkers are drinking proper tea black tea yeah you know yeah whatever real tea with caffeine because that's that's caffeine gatekeeping (laughs) no i'm just saying that the reason why people uh, why tea was a thing was not because of like they wanted a sleepy time drink. It was because of the fucking caffeine. Let's get yeah, real. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and other things emerged because I think a lot of people like you and like me have realized too much of a good thing like caffeine. <laughs> I'm not saying it, I'm saying it's a good thing can be it can throw you off. You know, sometimes you got to be like, OK, I'm having too much caffeine. Uh, and uh, so then you have the herbal teas, which are, you know. I, Who really wants herbal tea? I just find it interesting. Yeah, he's he, we're slamming on you. <laughs> so he, he Mike raises an inter- interesting point. One one thing that I've always uh, been a little bit curious about is what draws people to to drinks or food or what have you. If it is, um, you know, for instance, let's let's take uh, Pepsi and Coke has caffeine in it. Um, I don't think that's what drew me to Pepsi and Coke that I wanted caffeine or whatever that it was, it was the taste of that drink. I was like, Oh, it was the sugar. Mostly it was the sugar that drew me uh, and the, the artificial sweeteners and that sort of stuff. That was what I started drinking coffee when I was in my mid thirties. Um, and when I did, when I did that, it was because I had become addicted to caffeine through other means like sugary drinks, mostly Um Tim Hortons in Canada has these French vanilla or ice caps, rather ice, oh. ice sugar drinks. And I was having, mm. I was having those and I was getting, I was getting my caffeine on. I was getting my caffeine on in other ways, but what originally attracted me to the drinks was not the caffeine. Coffee was different. When I switched to coffee, I was like, I am clearly drinking this for the caffeine. Now I like coffee. Now I very much like coffee. I like the taste of it, but I did not like the taste of it when I started mm. drinking it. I was just wanted something to give me a kick in the morning. That's why I started drinking coffee. And I get the impression when people drink, you know, alcohol and stuff, it's rare. Somebody likes their first taste of beer or whatever. They're drinking it to get to the buzz or what have you. I'm just wondering with regards to caffeine, um, how how much of it are we drinking or, or consuming because there's caffeine in it? And how much are we just consuming because we want a Coke or a tea or whatever, and it just so happens that there's caffeine in it? Well, it's both. I mean, uh, like I also got into coffee late and, you know, and it's funny because I blame shitty, boring ass jobs on my dependence on caffeine because I was going through life fine without any caffeine. But like doing a boring office job where at two, two in the afternoon is my normal time. Like I always have the lowest energy at that time of the day, middle of the day. It's after lunch. I feel like falling asleep and you've been, you already been at the office for hours and hours. And then you got to do this boring office stuff. And then people at my work would be like, Oh, we're going to get a coffee at the Tim Hortons. And then, so I, and sometimes be like, man, I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open. You go there, you drink coffee and, and, and I would start with the, like Crofton mentioned, the, the ice cap would have those, but also a Tim Hortons. And for America's listeners who might not know what this is, it's basically like half a cup of cream, uh, half a cup of sugar, and then a bunch of caffeine like dumped on top. It's a super sweet, rich. So you drink it and it tastes pretty good. It's not like you're drinking black coffee. Like it's 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 just 
piled. So it's a gateway coffee, this Tim Hortons. So I would drink that. And then you're like, man, it works. Because then it'd be like, I go back in the office. I'm all perked up doing my boring stuff, typing away. And I'm like, la, la, la. And then so then you start the habit, you know, and then I would do that to get me. So I started as an afternoon coffee drinker because I'm like, I'm going to I can fall asleep here. And you take this stimulant drug <laughs> and surprise, surprise. Hey, all of a sudden, everything's rolling. Two stimulants, then, really. I mean, sugar is not a drug, but sugar does have neuro tropical yeah, properties it, or chemical <clears throat> properties that and like it's part of this because as a coffee drinker and i always drink it with lots of sugar <laughs> i was the till the spoon standing up kind of guy <laughs> and <Well>, uh <laughs> you know not really but that's the joke right like for a black coffee but, drinker putting two sugars into a coffee yeah. is like whoa and i'd be like yeah i gotta taste that tangy sugar taste yeah and it's funny because like so back to the flavor versus the caffeine hit i started on that and with the super sweet stuff and at some point i was just realizing this is too much sugar and cream for me after i started liking coffee taste and then i started stepping it way down and then i realized that tim hortons coffee is garbage and does not taste good unless you pile tons of sugar and cream into it and then i started having like good coffee uh and then i was like oh i like coffee and i still like it with a bit of milk and sweetener, I use maple syrup myself in a stereotypical Canadian fashion, though most people don't do it, but it's the best. A uh, li- little bit of sweet, a little bit of milk really brings out those flavors. But th- the point is now I love coffee. I love to take this to coffee. I could drink black coffee. I like it softened with a bit of milk and a little bit of sweetener. Uh, not much. You can't go overboard. Uh, but I would drink. So 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 now I would drink decaf coffee because uh, I still like an afternoon coffee, especially now it's cold. You know, it's cold and miserable outside in the afternoon. I'll, I, I'm, I'm off caffeine in the afternoon because my sleep, like like Bose, who was talking earlier with circadian rhythms and all that, um, you know, I, it just was keeping me up, wasn't doing me any favors. But I will drink the decaf coffee. So you're like, well, why am I drinking this? I'm drinking it because I like coffee. I'm not getting the caffeine kick from it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's both things. They, like I think the caffeine is for sure the gateway into a bitter drink. Uh you know, that gets you in there. And then, but at some point you become accustomed to the to flavor and you can like them both, you know? I have a question about cat because caffeine is a topic. I think I know where we all stand on terms of how much we like caffeine. And like, maybe we have mental struggles with how much is too much and blah, 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 blah. But we all like caffeine to a certain extent, like in our, in, in our drinks. And, I'm in a weird and, place for my verdict though. It's going to, I, 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 say, well, I, I yeah. don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm like formulating right now, big time. Yeah. I, I understand. I totally understand on your personal level. You're in a weird place. Whereas Bo from October or September would Let's be. Say really... June is the demarcation point when I, you know, yeah. before June, I was definitely like, I drink coffee in the morning at lunch in the afternoon at night. Yeah. Why not before bed? I'm drinking two right now from my helmet. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I, I know. Coffee. What I guess my my thing is, and Mike made me think a bit with regards to talking about the office job and like, are we a caffeine fueled society? Like, it's the most common drug, so therefore, has it changed? Like, uh, has has its existence and its omnipresence and all of that change the way that we function as a society the way that things are set up as a society if you took coffee out of the equation would it fundamentally alter the way that we do things would suddenly everybody start crashing all the time be like oh crap we have to restructure the way we do we need to get like like mexico and and spain and have siesta time and like would like is, is coffee really or coffee caffeine is caffeine messing with the way that we structure society or or, or this, the way that we structured society has 
cause a dependence on this drug. And I, I, I mean, you, whatever, I, yes, it's the same thing. The answer thing. is yes. The so answer not. is yes. I, I totally agree. Uh, but it's just because of, of doing doing something that you don't like to do is made better when you're on drugs. Uh, and like, I, yeah. I can't remember where I saw this, but there were like some experiments, <laughs> sort of dumb experiments um, where they had taken prisoners or something and made them do mu- super mundane tasks. And then they gave half of them methamphetamines or something like that. And the, and the half that were on the drugs were like, Hey, this isn't so bad. And you're like, uh, yeah, because they're high on drugs. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, that's the, uh, well, the, I can, the, the tr- I, what, do, you, do you know if ca- caffeine affects dopamine reward? Like I, I don't know if it's dopamine or serotonin based, but because like methamphetamine, it, it, like if you get in dopamine, everything you feel that's what it is. That's why you feel good doing all kinds of different things. You know, it, it yeah. There's, there's different mechanisms that that uh, I don't know what parts of the brain it works on, whether it's the serotonin or whether it's the dopamine. But I I do know, like I don't need to know the mechanism to know that if if I'm like tired and not feeling energetic, and I drink coffee, I feel all of a sudden energetic and happy. Uh, <laughs> if I didn't directly before, so I'm like, so to me, I'm like, I, I don't know what part of my brain chemistry is working on, but whatever part is doing that is it is working on it. And and aside from that, the fact that it's a stimulant, uh, it is a known cognitive enhancer. Like, and and that's something that's quite interesting about the positivity of this, and and maybe a negative thing. Um, but I remember a long time reading. A long time ago, reading this uh, Scientific American article about cognitive enhancing drugs. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. You know, they're trying to find ways uh, to make people smarter, like react quicker. Um, And uh, the benchmark was caffeine. So they would they would use caffeine because it it speeds up your synapses, like firing, like it does all these things. And they hadn't developed yet a drug basically that matched caffeine uh, with with as little side effects now caffeine obviously has side effects that i'm sure we all know about but they're relatively minor and so they hadn't developed like pharmaceutical companies hadn't developed like a better cognitive enhancing drug than coffee and i mean that thing about me at work like it was totally true that like when i I was like unproductive not feeling and drink the coffee come back and just can power through. And I mean, and this is an extension and I don't want to get into scope creep of our conversation here. uh, But there are people you'll hear about college students um, who take Adderall and, and Ritalin uh, because it massively increases their focus and ability to do their work. And I think that that is basically an offshoot when the coffee basically just isn't doing it anymore. Cause I mean, I think of university and sometimes like, uh, I was that was the same time I started drinking coffee. I was working and going to university at the same time, and the coffee was like, okay, this <laughs> this got me through a lot of stuff. Okay. And um, some people take like I was going to say caffeine pills, right? Like, sure. Just, so <clears throat> you jump right to the hard stuff, but like the caffeine caffeine pills, and this is one thing that's interesting about caffeine is like I can't tell you what it tastes like. Um, it's like, bitter. If, I know if, that. If you if you gave me something. I can immediately tell you if there's alcohol in it. Like if I took a little sip, I'm like, I can tell you. I don't drink, so it's easier for me too. Like in the sense that well, if you I drink, I you can figure, you can taste the alcohol. I think. Well, you you, you know, if you're you drunk, can... you might not. You're not cognitively very aware, right. so then you might not but, taste it. But yeah, if you have a sip of a drink with alcohol in it, you're like, you know, more or less what alcohol tastes like, or the sensation, the immediate sensation that it gives, in the in, in that way. With caffeine, I do not really know that right like i don't know i don't know what it is like if and if i have a caffeine uh, a coffee or a decaf coffee like obviously 
I would I would know from the effects and all that, but I'm not necessarily sure. Try sober what week. It, what in the taste would 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 trigger it for me? And then so for but I I I have it as part of my drinks, and I will always choose to have it. Like if there's caffeine free Pepsi, I'm not going to touch that with a ten foot pole. But there's but, always going to be crack cocaine in my pipe. I'm always going to choose to have cocaine in my pipe. No, but I'm I mean, never not going to have it. <laughs> if I have the option, because Mike is right, like there are the side effects known, mild, generally whatever. I manage with them fine. So like I. I tend to gravitate towards this stuff. I have consumed more coffee as I get older. I can make the argument, uh, coffee, caffeine. I can make the argument that it has to do with having children uh, <laughs> as well. That 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 I've had more. Cause, and Bo, I, I your wanting energy in the evening thing echoes with me too. Often, I you know like I've spent my whole day running after kids and or working, and then I'm like, man, I'm exhausted. What I really probably should do, my body is saying, is go to sleep. But I want, I value my personal time and want to do things in the evening. And the only way that I'm going to get that extra jump or whatever is to, yeah. for, is to have you know to for, have a coffee. For me, it's podcasting. I want to be up and on when I do my shows. Like today, I was dreading doing it because I was not feeling on, and the temptation to have sugar and caffeine was there. And I was into esports a lot, so I play competitively, and I play a lot in the evenings. And I wanted to be on my game. I want to win, <laughs> and I want to be alert. And so there, I had reasons. You want those synapses firing? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. What? So, like, like I know more or less that we all have some personal affinity for at least caffeinated drinks. It's some 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 sense of 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 positivity there. What is? I guess the like. If we could wipe caffeine off the planet tomorrow, would that be a good thing or uh, not? I, it's it's a weird place for me, man. I, I'm not fully there, so I don't want to. I don't want to be like you know when you push something away hard, you'll you'll fall off the wagon like pretty big time. But I'm like, it's kind of unfair because I've been looking a lot into neurochemistry, neuroscience. I've listened to a lot of addiction things because. You know, part of being an addict is admitting you're an addict, like just saying it and saying you have the disease of addiction. And I do have the disease of addiction when it comes to cigarettes. And I've been learning about the patterns that I have, how it affects my brain. And I honestly, when I you look at the analysis for something like cigarettes or even pot, which I experimented with over this past year, and I also haven't done for the past month, um, like I, I have a very strong sense now of what addiction feels like and what the patterns are and what the things are because I've been studying it for the past couple of months. And caffeine, um, and I, I looked it up real quickly on how stuff works, Mike. Shout out how stuff works. Uh, uh, do, is um, does affect your dopamine levels. It also blocks some other something or other. I can't remember what it was. Like a what is it? It, it blocks something, and that's what keeps you uh, active. So you don't feel the tiredness because it blocks something, but it it does affect dopamine. And I don't know if you want a big lecture on, on dopamine here on the show, but essentially dopamine is a signal to your brain that you're on the right path. They know that you're hunt, you're going for a hunt, you're hungry, you need to get food. It's a signal you get a, you get some constantly when you're on the way to something, and then when you get the reward, you get a big flush of it, right? When you kill the bear, but you also get dopamine on your way to killing the bear because you're like, this is what I need to be doing. And your brain's like, yep, yeah. so you're, on, you're your own lab rat. And if you're not getting dopamine, you probably can't get out of bed. So we need it. And what drugs do that affect dopamine, cigarettes, caffeine, pot, heroin, I don't know if it's heroin, but cocaine for sure. Um, just like food and sex, they, they, they circumvent the natural way that you go about getting dopamine, which is finding a mate and having sex, eating great food, hunting, and they just give it to you as a shortcut. So... 
caffeine is the same shortcut as I get for cigarettes or I get from pot or I get from, honestly, from television screens and playing video games, which also affect it. It, it short circuits the natural ways that we collect dopamine in order to flush our brains with dopamine. So my sense is I want to stop doing all of that because this isn't natural. Like it, it's not, I'm, I, my organism wasn't, I wasn't born to interface with things in this manner. And they are as I don't want to speak for everyone because I think part of the neurodiversity I may have with ADHD means that it just affects me harder and it's harder for me to control than other people. But it, it like actually, it really takes over your life. There's this idea in addiction that addiction is a narrowing of focus. Meaning if I don't get my cigarettes, but I had to take uh, my daughter to daycare and do some responsibilities, I will not be able to do those things more and more as my focus narrows to just getting the fix. And then when I get the fix, I can do the other things. And it has a profound effect on the choices you make in life and the things that you do. And I'm kind of away from caffeine, not on purpose, uh, like kind of, and also not. But when you ask me that question today, I'm like, shit, there's like things I want to do. And if my decision-making is impacted by seeking out dopamine rather than other things I want to do, then like I'm having a very deep existential crisis right now in a way where I'm looking at the choices that I'm making and trying to bust my way out of that maze. But it's not to say I'm judgy of anyone that drinks caffeine. I love all this shit too, you know, like it's, it's good and I know why it's good. And, and, and but it's, but uh, I guess yeah. my question to you, Bo, cause yours is very personally related to where you're at right now. Like yeah. you could listen to this episode a year or two from near now and be like, Oh, I know exactly what sort of headspace I was in at yeah. that time. But like for all of us, like is caffeine, like what you described with regards to the shortcutting towards dopamine rewards and all of this, is that a, a bad thing to have in society? I just want to point out right now that if we all became part of a hive mind, which is your dream, that that hive mind would drink coffee. Um, I, like, I, like, I like how it's my dream. I mean, it is, but you know, I just, yeah. when you, when I hear you say it, it makes me go like, I'm, I'm so weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 which is your well, dream, but that, that hive mind. Hopefully it's a democracy and we put we will pass a resolution as to whether or not no, but we'll have like, caffeine in it. I I got news for you. Like caffeine is the most drank drug in the world, and if the hive mind oh, is a collection yeah. of everybody, Shit. I'm gonna have to have an exclusive. I'm gonna be part of the vegan hive mind or something. No, we'll be it. We'll be in the hive mind, and it'll be like, all right, I'm gonna straight straight down this coffee, and that's what it's gonna be. So what I what I mean by that is that society yeah. is caffeine fueled. Even if you get off it, Mike's off of social media, sure. but guess what? Social media still is ruling the world, yeah. right? Like, all right, so let because, me. Let me st- Sorry, yeah. I, I, your point, your example's taken, and I'll try to keep my answer concise too. So you know, uh, yeah. but All right. it's um, my sense is this: is that in our current day, we don't go to bed that much when it's dark, and we don't hang out in low light before we go to sleep. We hang out with bright screens as if it's daytime. And I know from my experience, I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to play Heroes of the Storm, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Caffeine. I'm not tired anymore. And the thing is, what I'm realizing is that. I feel fine. I feel great. I stay up till one in the morning. I play my video games. I go to bed and maybe I didn't get quite enough sleep, but I'm cool. I'll have a coffee in the morning to fix it. And I'm constantly paying it forward and creating this huge debt of sleep as time goes on. And I got so far down the rabbit hole that I was going to bed on work nights at three in the morning and waking, trying to wake up at seven, having 10 alarm clocks and finally getting up at eight, 
having the worst mornings ever and going, I'm so rough. And then eventually I started reaching for the monsters over the past year. You know, the energy drinks, the real hard <laughs> shit. You know, like I, and I was like, those monsters. I let yeah. me have one. And it turned into a daily habit. I even have a favorite flavor. I miss it. It's delicious. But that stuff's rat poison. And that, I, yeah, I, I was like, you know, wheels spinning off kind of from caffeine deficit. So I and I think a lot of companies are just kind of like, yeah, caffeine's cool. So you can watch Disney Plus and The Mandalorian, not be tired while you watch it, enjoy a Starbucks coffee, and you know. And then it's like, and then why don't you have one in the morning? And, and they're just like, sweet money. And they probably are addicted too, so they don't feel like they're doing anything evil. They probably just think, yeah, this is the culture. But I'm starting to get like really like, you know, out there with my like, oh fuck, my 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 mind is my own thing. And everything I put in it is like a guest in there. So if I want to throw tarp and bullshit in, into my brain, I'm no one gives a fuck what I do with it. I'm like I'm the only one that cares about what's going on with my my brain. So I'm like I'm really having this kind of effort and self talk to really think about what I want to do with my time, what I want to put into my brain. Sometimes when I tab over to the news section on Twitter, I get so mad at myself because I would never think of those things if I didn't tab over there and. I, dopamine seeking is why I tabbed over to that fucking National Enquirer tab and every time I go there I see something that pisses me off that I want to tweet about and I realize it's because they have their hooks in They've me if there was you. no Twitter I would not give a fuck and I want to be on Twitter honestly just to interact with people who listen to my shows because I don't want to give out my private mailbox or phone number and shit like that Twitter provides me the safe way like it's a prophylactic for the masses sorry I don't mean to offend anyone but I get to, can get to know you in a safe space that way and that's all I want to use it for. And, you know, uh, so you answer your question. I, I'm feeling very deep and philosophical and very angry. And I'm sorry to, like, be a bummer about caffeine because it's supposed to be, like, I'm excited no. we're talking about it. But no, it's six a, months ago, I'd be like, caffeine, give it to me. Put it in my veins. You know, like. It's, it's an uh, important, I mean, it's important. It's hard to, it's an important thing to touch on. And it's good that you bring it up because any drug and the disease of addiction are inherently intertwined and entangled. Like you can't talk about one really without the other. Um, if you're a person who's has a propensity to addiction, then, then caffeine can be problematic. And I think that it, get, it does get a pass compared to other drugs because though it does have negative, negative side effects and impact your life negatively, those are like, they're, they're not so detrimental as like a raging alcoholic no. who, who's like, yeah just you know in in a in a stupor constantly and unable to function is it a very different thing um and and part of that is because the side effects are, are relatively minor um to come down off you can stay on it and it doesn't mess with your perception of reality uh as much as alcohol hallucinogenics or harder drugs do so and it's basically and it's a stimulant so it's giving you like like a bit of you know because whereas cocaine or speed or things like that or methamphetamines are, are stimulants too but they're like overboard stimulants you're like this is not you're you're no longer operating in, in a space where anyone wants to be with you or hear your crazy ideas maybe if you're a rock star you're coming up with good shit on that stuff but mostly it, it's too much you know but in the office it's like it's just just enough drug to give you a little bit of an edge and to help you out through that work day and and the bad consequences are just bad enough that they're never going to fully sink you even though you might be on a treadmill of this is not ideal it's not the same as being like I'm in a hole of I haven't been sober uh, from alcohol in eight weeks and you're just drinking con like that is just different. So it, you, so it wins on all those fronts, but it's not that doesn't mean it's a good thing. 
What about, um, like, I'm just curious about this because, uh, like, you know, when people get in an unhealthy spiral, like, they put on all the shit, they're heavy drinkers, they also are heavy coffee drinkers, smokers, whatever, they, they, it all, it all bleeds together. So I associate overconsumption of coffee in particular with that sort of shit. Um, is it like, like, it, is it likely to cause a heart attack or anything like that? Like if you're, if you're getting, cause I have only once gotten the shakes. Um, cause you were, you were talking about how it doesn't, it doesn't affect your, um, uh, perception of reality, which is true. Like in the sense that you can drive a car, you don't have to necessarily worry. Yeah, your reactions are quicker. You yeah. know, you're actually more alert you know yeah it, to, to a certain extent and like it was funny because you know there's a lot of ads when you're uh, still to this day but when when i was a kid don't drink and drive and i would go in the car and my dad would have a coffee in the car holder or whatever and i'd be like dad you should not be drinking and driving because as adults we understand drink means alcoholic drink but as a kid the message is just don't drink and drive it's not complicated <laughs> it's like don't text and drive or whatever say no no son it's okay to drink this particular drink you know like but uh but but the the reality is he would always he would drink, be drinking coffee often it, when driving it didn't it didn't do anything for his perception uh, but one time i was over at your place mike and we were playing nerd games and you were making like your fancy coffee in the kitchen and uh, I had had a bunch of it and we had like, we were, uh, it was at, in the, your house in the Glebe in, at that time. And I had had a bunch of it and I went back at one point and I was sitting down and we were, it was a, a game in which we were handling cards and stuff. And I was just like holding the card, <laughs> the card in front of my face. And it was like, I'm like, this card is moving. And uh, <laughs> th then I realized like my, my hand was like essentially vibrating. And I was like, Oh shit, I've had too much is <laughs> is really what, what I came to at that point, that was the first time that I was like, I don't want to say scared by caffeine, but it, had, it, it gave me a wake up call to the sense that this thing could have a physical effect on my body. And it got me wondering, like, like I'm in, you know, in relatively good health, all of that sort of stuff. But if I was older and had a weak heart or anything, and all of a sudden I just pop a bunch of caffeine, am I at a risk for a heart attack or, uh, or anything like that? Is I, that like, I've, think i've heard of that but i don't really know and I'll, mike i don't know if you want to answer but well, I, I do want to tell you but i do have i wanted to answer the question right when you jumped which was just that part of me quitting caffeine right now is because i do have an anxiety disorder and it's related to or someone gave an opinion that i have generalized anxiety disorder and reducing caffeine is part of like trying to assess you know reduce the symptoms and assess if it's related and you know so far so good but my part of my anxiety has to do with the hypochondria about heart issues. So I feel it when, you know what I mean? So that's been my experience so far. And Mike wanted to say something too, I think. Oh, but he's, he's talking. <laughs> I would just say that, that the, um, that, like my my concern would be like if you're taking this upper and it and you have a weak system in some way like that it might it might strain strain your body yeah, in some yeah. capacity. That anything would anything that attack. increases your heart rate, if you're having heart problems, you're going to get told not to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 might be true true of caffeine and and I've definitely had those shakes feelings before, and it's not it's not a really good feeling. You feel like I got too much. You're having like palp feel like you're having heart palpitations or something. Um, but, uh, and I think probably like any drug, probably someone's like, yeah, if you took enough, like if you got yourself a hold of some powdered caffeine and you took a ton of it, you could die. I'm sure that that is true. That's true. Dosage that is almost with anything. If you take enough of it, if you don't know if you take enough Tylenol, you will die. If you take enough, like pretty much any drug, if you take a certain dosage, you, it might 
fuck you up. Um, but in terms of like how much coffee would you have to drink to die? I have no idea. And it would be like some ridiculous amount that like you'd be, why the hell would you drink that much? <laughs> and, and the, I'll the take that angle, challenge. The other angle of it is that, um, um, so with caffeine, so a couple of things that I've heard about. It. So, oh yeah, I, I mentioned before on the show that I've, ha- I've had uh, liver issues, nothing serious. I keep an eye on it and I have no problem with my liver. Um, and I remember I looked this up and then was told basically the same from, from the liver specialist that I saw. Cause obviously they're like, oh yeah, don't drink, uh, too much drinking FYI is bad for your liver. Uh, so, and I don't really drink much anyway, so it was no big deal. And then I was like, I was big in the coffee this time. I had at least two coffees a day and I was like, oh God, please, please don't say caffeine is bad for your liver. <laughs> and I looked it don't up. Don't tell like, me my, I can't have my drug. Pretty much. And uh, yeah, it would be shitty if you were a hardcore drinker, but which I just luckily wasn't. But caffeine, no, actually good for your liver. And I and then I said that to the I think I said it to the doctor. They brought I was like, oh, yeah, I read something about caffeine. And she's like, oh, yeah, we recommend you drink like two, three cups a day of, of, of coffee. Caffeine is considered protective to the liver. And I was like, oh, um, really? and then and and then that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, not only that, and and now to me, I would say take all this stuff with a grain of salt because I think there's a strong caffeine lobby that exists which pours their money into research around caffeine because you'll you'll find all kinds of research that says – um, like like generic research where basically uh, you'll see like caffeine reduces risk of death from all sources like over time. So it's one of these broad-range studies which has nothing – which basically – telling you nothing because study this big can't do it but basically the people who drink three to five cups of coffee a day have a lower death rate than anyone than everyone else you're like is that related to the coffee meh i don't know and again grain of salt who's funding these things but that basically you'll hear that like the fda in the united states i think apparently recommends drinking about three cups of coffee a day which is more than what i was drinking when i thought i was drinking too much uh and and what my liver specialist was basically like drink more i drink i think I i drink a pretty strong cup in the morning now i'm down to one um so the thing is there are noted health benefits to coffee that that incidentally is also true of alcohol uh but it's in a small it's true amount. of cigarettes too <laughs> it prevents alzheimer's it? and helps no strengthen. Ni- nicotine nicotine no? yes it? it's on stuff okay, you should know i heard that nicotine but does it out but does it outweigh its negatives because but well my, no my my father massive, well, that's, no that's, but nicotine but that's the main prevents thing. alzheimer's <laughs> and it strengthens memory uh it strengthens like your neural pathways it's awesome I should sure, start but, smoking. But I have Alzheimer's it, in my family. Well, there's stories it, of um, academics. Like, I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember which one. There's stories of academics who, before having an intense conversation, intellectual conversation, will take nicotine gum and chew it and go, and go, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's have the talk. Like, sure. That's a thing. it's also a stimulant. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's true of coffee, too. Like, I think of of like when i i mean honestly talking about interesting ideas like as we're doing right now is like a natural stimulant for me i I love conversations about ideas and it gets me going but for sure you stack coffee on that and i'm like (laughs) well you know i could talk all day about any kind of big issue idea uh and it just primes you your brain is just like firing faster i guess it comes back to the whole question like is this good 
or is this bad? And uh, I, I remember, what was that? I, I told someone recently, I was going off coffee. I went off coffee for a while because I just felt like I was getting in the treadmill. I've, I'm a bad sleeper. I was having sleep troubles and I was getting in the habit of drinking more coffee because I was like more lethargic during the day. And I'm like, this is not giving me a good cycle. And then I wasn't sleeping well. So I was like, I need to get off the coffee. So I, I eased myself. Um, and if you're going to get off coffee, this is the way to do it. I, I just like slowly added decaf coffee beans into my bean grind every morning until I, over the course of like eight weeks, like I was so small. Adding a little bit, I got, I <laughs> to trick my body, uh, just eased into having no caffeine. So I had no withdrawal symptoms really. Um, except that I would say th- this is what I said to people. I'm like, it was like, but I was like, life lacks a certain brightness when you're not on and i was telling people like other people i know because almost everyone's a coffee drinker of some kind you know what you you know what i bet you if you would find that brightness this part of the problem is that we need that brightness i'm learning is because we have a routine and we have a rut and things aren't exciting we're not constantly looking for the new so we're we're packaged the new in products go to walmart and get some i went to walmart today and i was like i just came here to spend money on something so i'd feel happy and i left i didn't buy anything well then you failed well no because i felt like i i'm like i feel like and this is one of the craziest <laughs> things since we since birth like we've been trained and programmed since our brains are being formed to think that shopping and waiting for new things to buy and upgrades to your house and all this stuff that provides us with dopamine that we think of as modern civilization is like is our point of vulnerability like it's it's the thing that everyone depends on us to do regardless gets you somehow they get you through shopping they get you through um caffeine they get you through everything like caffeine's pernicious because it's so culturally cool and acceptable but like like the world's less bright without new things in it all the time yeah. and it's like well you know maybe you can make new things for yourself to be interested in rather than rely on a company to provide it for you and whether well, it's a drug or, or whatever other j- way they j- get j- you i have a goof first yeah. um okay i <laughs> i just imagine bo walking into the walmart and the walmart has the greeters and they're like hello sir what can i do for you today well i am um I'm feeling kind of down and I would like to engage in our capitalistic society and spend money on an item to give myself joy, something new. Well, that's great, sir. We have a lot here, a lot of new stuff. (laughs) And then Bo's like, fuck this. I'm leaving. Oh, by the way, what aisle is the Monster Energy drinks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aisle seven, do you have triple berry? What's your favorite kind, Bo? Did you say it? What well, it was a fruit punch or it was it was a monster fruit punch. That's thing. not as gross really as I thought. Fruit Sorry, punch? Mike. Oh, I find yeah. fruit punch. It always reminds me of medicine. Uh, but just when I was doing this, going off the coffee, I had this conversation with one neighbor, and I said to her, "I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going off the coffee." She was like, "Ooh, I don't recommend that." Just it was just funny when she said it like that, and I was like, "I, I know." <laughs> like, like literally, I like if you talk to anyone about their coke addiction, <laughs> and you're like, "I'm gonna quit coke," they're like, "Why, man? It's great." Like, I don't yeah, recommend yeah. that. I don't, I don't recommend getting. <laughs> Off. and then and then after what like i'd seen her a few weeks later and she's like how's the coffee thing going i'm like yeah i'm like you know it's it's good i'm not withdrawal but you know things are a bit flat and she was just like life's just better with coffee and i'm like yeah it's sort of true and yeah, uh life's and, better and, with crack this, man it's super us. But, but this <laughs> is like you know it is interesting because this is like the big overall picture of what we're talking about like the structure of society and it's like and and the thing is like like what we're talking about like this is like a crisis of modernity mm. and uh, and like how 
how the modern human lives and are a quote unquote efficient society of division of labor and all this stuff. Because honestly, like, but you've talked about ADHD. And I think I've said before that I sort of I think it's kind of a bullshit thing in the sense that it's like in a different way or mode of living to be what some would define as ADHD is not necessarily bad. If you're a hunter gatherer, you live like how humans might have lived for hundreds of thousands of years. And I agree with that. There's novelty around every corner. You need to be alert to it. You need to follow new leads. You don't know what you're going to find. Like imagine what life was like for hundreds of thousands of years for our ancestors. There's like, there's, there's, there's fear of enemies. There's like, you're, you're constantly seeking for food, looking for shelter. Like it's this constant search and reward and avoiding of 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 threats and now we have this safe society where none where most of us um even in 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 poor countries don't have to like like abject poverty is 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 declined quite a bit in the past many decades life is fairly like most people have food and degree of shelter but what you have in exchange for that is like okay now you got to do this whatever your job is for eight hours a day and we're not getting as you say Bo, because i agree with this we're not we don't have access to all these things that that would maybe give us that brightness that new thing and so what do we do we fill ourselves full of all these chemicals and and uh to to fill those voids that that were gained from just living in a wild world um and being an animal uh and and i think that that unfortunately is probably the trade-off of modern life that that, you know what's the future gonna look like yeah go ahead yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that was a long one. Crofton, I hope you're proud of yourself. I can see Crofton there just smiling from ear to ear, like I got them good this time. I <laughs> well, gave you them, guys, I gave them dopamine, and now they're going <laughs> to manipulate them all I want. Slow starters. <laughs> At the beginning, I'm like, oh my god, they're not going to bite on this, and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, just like, up I'm like, they needed a coffee, but <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But when Mike was going, I was also thinking about how if there was a GBB drinking game, uh, like any time that Mike could get it to like a crisis of society and modernity and capitalism and whatever, like that would be a drink. And if Bo can get it to the hive mind, that would be a drink. And if Grafty right. could just say the whole thing is bullshit, that would be a drink, you know, whatever. But uh, but yeah, I, I agree actually with a lot of, of what uh, of what Mike is saying in terms of in terms of like like it, it it is an enabler caffeine is the great enabler of the way that we live in many ways um i know that i am not a morning person i can't fucking stand the mornings and it has nothing to do with my circadian rib- rhythm it has to do with the fact that some people are just not great morning people and i happen to be one of them and getting up now my my daughter's school opens at 8 a.m uh, wow. so that means that i have to like you know wake up in the sixes to get my kids dressed and what have you and ready to go that's a lie i set my alarm for seven um and uh and and then rush rush out the door but if it wasn't for like i i i don't have really time to have much coffee i have like a sip of coffee before i have to walk both the kids to school and i am like a zombie and then i get back and i'm just like it's 8 30 and I'm, I'm like, oh, God, sweet coffee. And then I take it and then I drink it and then I start work at nine. And by the time nine rolls around, I'm like, let's go and let's do yeah. it. So and it's so like your, with, day, your day blooms like a flower. Once yeah, like a flower. I'm like, <laughs> now the day can begin. I, I need two things, actually. I need a shower, which I can't take in the morning. If I don't have a shower uh, every day in the morning, I can have a cup of coffee. I will not officially wake up. I need a shower and a coffee. Shower is um, important, too. I, but there's, um, I think there's... 
there's something to be said about the way that we can if you pair certain things together the way our brains work you train your brain to for certain things so every morning you take a shower you feel fl- fresh and clean and you do that every day for years and years and years yeah, then it's just it's like it. instinct you know like your brain it's writes itself I'm, just like the I'm circadian the rhythm shower. you know I, I I, like i've been taking showers shower. at night too i take them both now but mainly that, it's just uh calm down oh that's what you just described is exactly what happened it's, it's the pavlonia if the Pav, yeah. pavlov's dog like that that shit's <laughs> real and we do it all mm-hmm. the time with everything and we pair things together and lots of stuff got paired together when our brains came out of our mama's womb. I'm going to say it politely. You know, they, all the wiring wasn't wired up. And then, you know, <laughs> and then and then things got wired early on. And then they, they're all set. And now we're in our 40s. And, like, we've got a lot of wires and a lot of things that we just like because we just keep doing them together. And that's what our, how our brain's comfortable. It's I like would a well-trodden say- path. Would on the cautionary note, because I'm I'm pretty much like look, I I use caffeine routinely. I I like, frankly, the way that it um, affects my brain. Um, and what I mean about that is like it's not just like it's like say you're doing a, a say you're doing a big thing like like I've done. I'm not doing my I've referred to it many times, but I've done a lot of writing in my past. I'm not doing much now. And say you're trying to do something like write a book, and it takes like a year. And you're like slogging or I've done conversely like giant renovation projects, which take like six months and you can feel run down by that thing. Uh, and then you wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, I got to get back to this thing and you drink the coffee. So even it's, it's back to the whole, like kind of like structure of society thing. You, you, we're trying to do bigger things that are more focused, right. As a society, as an, as individuals and the coffee just kind of like it, it lights a little fire under you every day to keep going at the thing that um, that you're trying to accomplish now, and maybe back in the hunter gatherer times, those things were pretty short, you know, maybe, you know, you're doing a hunt, it's maybe a day or two and you, and it's always like that, but now we're doing big things. We want to write a novel and it takes two, two years or we want to, you know, develop a new policy in your government role. And it takes a year of work. You like that little fire every day. It keeps you on track. And I'm like, that's not so bad. Especially if you can keep it in check addictions, and some of those other things that might affect some people aside. Um, But I think with any of these things, the age at which you get into them, I think really needs to be uh, considered. And I feel pretty lucky about the fact that I didn't drink coffee until I was in my 20s. I feel like I understand its effects on me I was going to ask you that. I was actually going to ask you when you would feel comfortable with, say, if Ivan was (laughs) like your son was like, I'm going to start drinking coffee. Just like because I was thinking about it when you were talking and it's just when I was in university – a ton of people were like, oh, I got to get my coffee. Um, and like, you know, 20, 21 or whatever, they're just completely caffeine addicted um, or coffee too, addicted. Too early, I think. It, and, and a lot of that, again, as with all these things, is related to society. So Friends was the big show uh, in the, you know, in the 90s into early 2000s. Friends, about a bunch of friends getting together at a coffee shop like that is that is really drug, the co- drug dealers <laughs> no, but, but starbucks if you you could trace the rise of starbucks you can trace the rise of all these coffee shops to friends like what friends was what made meeting at a coffee shop and hanging out to be the cool like i'm not saying it didn't 
like you could go back to the 17th, 18th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The salons, yeah, yeah. No, I know, and I know you guys are nerds, and I know you're going to pull that on me. You're talking about the boutiqueification of yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm priced elite class. Feel like a not only do you feel good drinking it, but you get to feel a little bougie while you have it too. The rise of Starbucks and all of that, and and because for me, Mike, just like in terms of Gwen and Clara, if they were like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm. Because they see me drinking coffee. It's tough, right? Like, they see me drinking coffee all the time. Who am I to say at one point when they're like 16, 17, 18, like, don't drink coffee? Like, they're probably going to be drinking booze, like, you know, whatever. Teens are teens be teening. So, uh, probably they're so going like, to be drinking Red Bulls and monster drinks. Like, that's in. in, in no, I draw the line. Yeah, that like, is, like, the whole, that like, is the, the line. The whole they beer can do thing. Cocaine. Is, the whole beer. Well, <laughs> the whole beer thing is so like. It's still a thing, but it's so like, I don't know, most of the young people I see, the worst thing that they're going through right now is growing up with the internet because they're getting well, no, it really early. And that, anyways, not, we, we're just about caffeine. Yeah. I don't want to dovetail, but yeah, it, I mean, all like, these drugs. I've been watching some stuff about what the challenges kids go through and the social aspect. Uh, usually that's at school and right now it never ends because social media is a thing. It's very challenging for them. So um all that to say, just to bring it back, or you were asking when we started, and I wanted to answer your question too, because I was like pretty much a teenager, like twelve. Like I really wanted to have coffee, and mom was like, "I really shouldn't." And she's like, "Oh, it's a little coffee." Yeah, I was young, and I just like yeah, let's try coffee, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> "I love it." Like I and like listen, I've been sucking in secondhand smoke since I was a baby. Like I'm if yeah, yeah. like nowadays they're saying, and like I'm not saying it wasn't true back then, but it was very socially acceptable. You smoked around your kids, and like. um you know, we have this thing like, you know, crack babies. And it's just like, well, I've been sucking in secondhand smoke since I was a kid. And if we say cigarettes are like pretty close to cocaine in terms of its addictiveness and toxicity in that regard, then I'm like the cigarette version of a crack baby. Like I've been yeah, doing crime for I've been I've been inhaling nicotine since I was a baby. And that's why when I quit and I smell it, cigarette? it smells like it smells like home. It makes me feel good. Sure. And, yeah, and like well, and like that's just my brain is just wired that way. I can't change that. You it's know, the, the I mean the Pavlov dog thing and the and the routine the routines and the embedding of routines is like you know you talk about having your shower in the morning just wakes you up like some of these routines are small things but I I feel like it's like if you can do any favor for yourself or your or your kids or whatever it's like try to let the brain de- develop and, and this includes social media as much uh, as it can to its adult form before you start introducing all these stimulants you know and, and you hear that about uh marijuana and that's a real tricky one um you know try you shouldn't it's it's linked to um depression and it's it's schizophrenia and some people who are predetermined for those types of things but earlier the earlier you started the the larger those implications or the it comes out over long-term are, use that's why for marijuana that's why everyone oh it's safe it's like yeah it's safe it doesn't have chemical hooks it's pretty easy to quit like i wasn't it wasn't a problem for me to stop um, but, but the but the but the the, the chronic use but, of it at yes. a young age and all of these things. This is what yes. I want to just get to, and 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 increasingly saying like you're not your brain is not fully developed until you're like in your mid twenties. You know, not eighteen, not seventeen. Until you're like twenty five. And if I look back, like I'm forty, we're all forty here. When I look back on my life and think about where I was, I'm like that's for sure true. Like I, I from personal experience, I feel like 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 when I got to my late twenties, and and if I think almost my 30s and now i'm 40 and i think of what my brain and how i approach things in the last like 15 years 41 
versus the versus the the 25 years prior to that i'm like okay i get it like my brain is 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 at i was at one it was at a very different place all through that other stuff and after the last 15 years it's i'm i have an adult brain and i feel like at that point you know what if you want to introduce stuff to your brain you want to try psychedelics you want to try smoking all drinking i'm like whatever go nuts it's your body do what you want to it but if you start ingraining these things into your developing brain, I just feel like you're setting yourself up for a life of like, you know, constant yeah. struggle. And, 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 and they and say I, like and it's I before say, 25. And like, I know I yeah, smoked a ton of pot at 18. Like I had a daily habit for like a year and a half. In my so I, like, I know people started, they had chronic, <laughs> uh, my dad smoking cigarettes daily at 13. That wasn't good. And I, and I know people, my na- neighbor, Douglas, uh, former neighbor Douglas, who I've mentioned before on the show, he said he was smoking weed at 13 every day, and it's like he's at, he's going to be a lifelong. You know, that's just part of his who he is now. It's ingrained in him. Um, maybe he was always going to be that way, but it's just like. And and I will say that anyone who's not drinking coffee, who's like, like if someone were to come to me and be like, I've never drank coffee, and I'm thinking about getting into it, I would say, you know what, don't start. Is what I would say. And I, and I love coffee and it's got benefits, but I would just be like, why would you, why would you actively bring something into your life that you're going to want to have every day in a predictable way? Like there may come times where you don't have access to it. Like, why would you want to include any addiction in your life that if you were without it, you felt worse? And I would just be like, so, so all things, knowing what I know and being hooked on coffee, I would just be like, don't do it, you know? And I like it. Uh, but I would still advise someone like, you know what? You're better off just without it. Like my wife yeah. doesn't drink coffee and I'm like, don't start, you know, <laughs> I do. And I do that with soft drinks and stuff like that too. If people are like, Oh, you seem to like the Pepsi. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't drink it. Don't drink it. I, yeah, I like, drink. Just like Bo wouldn't necessarily encourage people to start smoking. But like what, what I would say um, a, a little bit about, about, if, you know, coffee, because that's a good question. And I wasn't sure that I would say that too. like say that to someone like, oh, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't drink coffee or whatever. Um, I find that coffee is a super acquired taste. Like I find that it's not something that tastes really good on your first sip. Like I've, I now obviously really like the smell of coffee, all of that stuff. I, sur- I was surrounded by cheap ass coffee growing up. My dad was really into nest, nest, Tea. And what is oh it, Nestle? man, that instant uh, the, shit! I know my family no, too. No, it wasn't instant. It was in a Folgers. big tin. Yeah, Folgers yeah. and shit like that. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? No yeah. feeling <laughs> like waking up it, uh, with Folgers uh, in your cup. Or Maxwell House, Maxwell House. Maxwell, you know, like, that's junk. It, you know all of that what about stuff. Juan no. Valdez or whatever. That was oh, like, Juan Valdez, handpicked by Juan Valdez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, himself. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that was another thing I was going to say. Like, we're not talking about coffee in particular. We're yeah, talking about caffeine. caffeine is the drug. But if you think coffee, you think tea leaves for tea and coffee. And like, I know like there's a being pushed to fair trade practices. But the, one of the reasons is because like there's a lot of there's been a lot of because it's so so omnipresent. There's these huge corporations involved. There's so much money to be made. There's so many likely bad things that have happened in terms of uh, the coffee trade and the tea trade and all of that. And uh, I don't think we necessarily need to get into that stuff if only to recognize that like, you know, um, it's not, it's not an industry that has, that has been uh, crisis free, shall we say. You were, you were going through the caffeine things and again, talking about kids and stuff like that. And and I think I mentioned briefly that I'm like, it's not going to be coffee that you you said it is an acquired taste, but that's exactly it. Your kids are not going to be wanting 
they're not going to be barking up the coffee tree at 15. They're going to be loving monster drinks. And you'll see, like, I see these, there's a school in my neighborhood that has grade seven, eight kids on them. And I've seen them walking around with those drinks and like that. And those things have like a lot of caffeine. It's like drinking three cups of coffee in one can. Uh, and, and those things just taste like delicious, you know, it's like soft, drinky kind of yummy stuff. It's like, and, Sorry, and it's so interesting. Energy drinks again? I just yeah, energy correct. drinks. Yeah, because yeah. we're talking oh about God, caffeine. Yeah. I think at my worst, I think I had three in a day. Like, yeah. oh man, you must have been buzzing. Uh, <laughs> I had a good day. The world was brighter, man. Like I was just yeah, like, I'm sure it was a great it was day. <laughs> but uh, but all all to say is like is like around. So it's like cigarettes. You know, we have strict laws in 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 our country about like you can't even advertise cigarettes. It's behind the closing. So so cigarettes are just like all bets are off. You can't advertise. And with um with with a lot of other drugs, even like like vaping, they were trying to like any of the flavors that were like for kids, the yummy flavors. They're trying to restrict access, like because because again, it's things that are going to entice kids into it. And I feel like the monster drinks and all that, like they, you know, again, why if you were if you were running a business, you'd be like, hey, look, you got this cheap to produce product, and once people start doing it, uh, they can't stop. <laughs> you'd be like oh yeah that's a business model i like and i'm like and that's honestly like what these energy drinks are, are into and that's not to say they don't have uh their 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 purposes but like honestly like we're, we're all hooked on caffeine so if you're in if you're in the energy drink business like man that's a good business to be in or it's, whether it's a coffee or or energy drinks you know You're muted, Crofton. Conversation. I had not thought about energy drinks. It was just something that wasn't in my life. It, when I brought caffeine to the table, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking tea and coffee and all and Coke and whatever. But the energy thing, drink thing is a huge uh, thing. And you're, you're, you guys are absolutely right. Like it is marketed to these, uh, to young teen or like teens or, you know, um, for sure. late high schoolers. Uh, a lot of them now have like, I'm a big into video games. A lot of energy companies will be like, Oh, get the new Fortnite skin or the new call of duty or halo skin. Like you need to buy a can of monster and then go online and put it in. And so oh, like yeah, they're tar- gears five uh, stuff where you get a code for a skin. Yeah, no, I have I have no doubt. But like it's like who are playing those games, especially the type of games that are advertised. You know, it's not like get a new skin in Civilization Six, you know? It's it's clearly aimed at, at the <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, you know, at the people that are that are, you know, younger and, and, and into those, those And types you know, of we games. were all that age once and adults said like, Oh, you shouldn't do that, it's bad for you and you're like, hmm, you just don't want me to do it. I'm having a great time. Parents ruin everything, you know. It's and sure. you're not gonna get through to them. I mean, that's the that's the tragedy of you know, this life that, you know, we learn all this stuff and then we have to make sure we pass it on before we go because and, and some stuff is just you learn firsthand it's just you're gonna you know listen to me kids <laughs> listen to uncle Bo. that's right this 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 caffeine the verdict thing i'm still really struggling with um but we probably should move to verdicts because i think yeah, we're, let's move to we're in that territory but do you were gonna say something before we go or no no let's just roll into it i'll, I'll all right let's my uh verdict time's <laughs> coming in <laughs> I said, order in the court. Uh, order in the court, everyone. It's verdict time. I feel like I haven't gone first 
Oh no, no, no. You, Are you ready? Yeah, you can go for it. No, no, I'm not ready. I want to go last. I need to think and hear what you guys have to say. Is that cool? Yeah. Can I be? Can I be the last? Yeah. Thing? Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll go I, first. I'm doing the outro. Oh, you, or unless you want me. You, no, you go. No, first. no. I'm just wondering who's ready. Is my question. Well, like, not <laughs> ready, but my, mine's like ready, ready with a bunch of caveats. Uh, All right, you go. Okay, so look, what, what I was about to say is. Um, is it is it like this is one of the, this is one of these prime examples where I wish I could there's the what I would give this verdict in a vacuum of of uh like all by itself and then there's what I would give this verdict based on the way the world is right now not the way it could be or was or should be but the way it is now and those are very different verdicts because I think it's like if you lived in some kind of like to me, it's very simple. If you lived in some kind of idealized world where human beings' lives were structured around their self-actualization and needs were met, and it was like a utopia, I'd be like, caffeine is bad. It, it is. It is a. Um, it's it's a dependence, you know. And it's it's a it's a false sense of brightness in your life that is that is you know chemical based. It's not a real thing. Um, but we don't live in that idealized world. We live in one that you know has a lot of despair in it and drudgery and things that we don't want to do. Um, but that we have to do because that's the way the world is. And I often hate to give a verdict based on that because I like to be like, Hey, let's aim for the good stuff instead of being like, we're stuck in this shit. Uh, but we sort of are. And I, I've made the joke many times at work <laughs> where, where I have people been like, Hey, good job on that thing, Mike. I'm like, you know what? They should pay coffee to do my job and not me. Cause let's be honest, it would not have got done without the coffee. And that's honestly true uh i would not have this the work that i do without without coffee um and just and so i thank it for that and not only was it what i am able to do and perform shitty boring tasks at work well i can often do them happily uh <laughs> when i'm drinking coffee and i don't feel good about that because it is a drug and it's and if i was without it i would think this is a shitty way to spend my life and i don't want to do it but I have to earn money. This is the way the world is. You can't fight that. And another little story I'll give where, you know, guys, caffeine might have saved my life in this in this particular situation. I was driving across the country in four days. I had a six-month-old kid that had just flown back to Ottawa, and I was driving a car back from Victoria on the other side of the country. And I, and I had like four days to do it to give my wife a break from being so low uh, parenting. And at one point I was driving from um, well, Vancouver to Nelson, British Columbia. And it was, I don't know what time I'd been driving 10 hours, 11 hours. And I just had to make it to this town because I had a place to stay there. And I was going through Osoyoos, British Columbia, and, and it was dark and my eyes were just, I was like, this is not good. I can't keep driving. Like, I'm going to crash. Like I remember I was singing this. I was, I was worried and I was doing all these things. I was literally like clapping myself, you know, and, and waiting for the next town. So I come to Osoyoos, British Columbia. And there's like the, the nearest thing I pull into. And I'm like, where is the caffeine at? And I got like, I think two Red Bulls or something like that. Oh, and right. then, and I, I pounded those Red Bulls down and, and, you know, and, and it kicks in just like that. And, and I had to think two or three hours left to go. And I'm telling you, not, not only was I perked back up, but man, I was having a great time. Like uh, the radio was yeah. on. I was seeing things <laughs> in the world. I'm driving along, you know, I'm like, here we are. Look at me I'm driving across the country. This is, life is grand. And, and it was and it got me there. And I thank caffeine. <laughs> but again, this situation only presented itself in the world in which we live, not some idealist one where I had all the time. So, you know what? In the world in which we live, and keep in mind, 
an idealist world, I would say is full on bad. But in this world, this world, caffeine is fucking good. Wow. I just swear on it too. I like I like the caveat there. He's like, like in some the- imagine in some imaginary world it's bad, but in the real world it's good. <laughs> I, he basically gave the crackhead verdict. Yeah. He's got the- remember that, that, that the, but, but just remember the big the big the big caveat is I know it's bad, but it's got a lot of shit bad. in it. The, the world has a lot got a lot of shit in it, and caffeine softens that. <laughs> I, I got yeah, it. It, it was good. I'll go next. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. How do you follow that? Uh, I'll just say it's for me. It's it's one of those things where like I like caffeine. Like all the drinks that have it in it, I seem to like. Um, <laughs> the uh, you know the 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 Pepsi's, the Pepsi Zeros, the Diet Pepsi's, the uh, the coffee. Um, I hadn't thought about energy drinks, but yeah, it's good. You know, a good point. Chocolate supposedly has caffeine. I'm a big fan of chocolate. Uh, I know we're not supposed to give it to dogs for some reason. Don't know why, but that's aside. Um, my uh, my overall takeaway though, and the reason that that I was sort of hedging on this was because I wasn't sure about what I liked. It, like like how it affected other people, how it affects society, how it affects the way that we work and the way that we live. Um, the fact that it's a drug and people get addicted to it, all of that. I wasn't sure if I could just be like, well, I like caffeine, so whatever, it's good. you know. And, and what Bo's going through right now and his personal choices and the way that it's affecting him and, and the way that he, he talked about it and, and, and the way that he explained you know, it being a dopamine shortcut, that sort of stuff resonates with me as well. It makes me realize that things aren't cut and dry and that just because I like these drinks, and just to be clear, I really do. They're very delicious. Um, doesn't mean that that they're they're a uniform good for for everyone. And drugs like caffeine, which, as Mike says, have less side effects, are kind of romanticized by by fiction and other things. Are, are seen as as okay. And, and you, there's Starbucks at every corner. Um, there's enough there that makes me concerned for for society in general and my girls in particular in the future that makes me want to temper my verdict from a full-on good so i am gonna say my verdict on caffeine is caffeine is bullshit all right the bullshit okay bo i really thought you were gonna go with a good because i know you like the the pepsi max I do like it. <laughs> I'm not sure sugar? if I was clear on that, though. <laughs> no, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. All right, so uh, this one's hard for me, guys. I don't know. All right, it is hard. It's a just, hard one. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm not going to try take too long, but it might, you know, take the long way around the barn yet again. Um, uh, I think that over the course of my whole life. Ever since I was a teenager and first got a taste of caffeine at twelve and told or thirteen, something like that, told my mom, I love this. Why can't I drink it all the time? And with a lot of socially acceptable drug socially acceptable drugs, you're like, Well, you probably shouldn't have it that young, but eh, people drink it. It doesn't kill anybody. Like it doesn't you know, everyone it's so super socially acceptable, like eh, maybe he'll have a bit of a harder time, but he'll just have more caffeine to carry him through, like whatever. And so I was super into it. And, you know, this one of the reasons I got into smoking, too, is I know that I that I said that I was like a cigarette crackhead, whatever, crack 
baby version of cigarettes, something like that. Sorry, I'm get, I haven't had caffeine. I'm, my, I'm losing my ability to articulate. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that you know, there was a certain point in my teenage years. I made a conscious decision to smoke because I was aspiring to be a playwright, and like I had read old texts from playwrights where they loved taking opium and snuff and cigarettes. And I'm like, well, cigarettes can be my thing. And my dad smokes. And if it helps them be creative to write plays, then I'm going to smoke cigarettes and I'm going to get hard shit. I got camels. They were insane. They actually like would make me lose balance. And I, and I, I would go to, uh, in Ottawa, there was this um, lovely place near the black tomato. There was a, a coffee shop there and it was owned by an old Dutch guy. And that's when you could smoke inside and she had the most beautiful, he had the most beautiful twin daughters. I'd just sit there and just, you know, bring my book and my notepad and pretend to be a playwright. And I'd smoke, I'd just be by myself smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. Like, and I'm like, I'm living, like, it was the writer life that really got me in, like, hooked deep into these addictions. And um, that romanticizing of it. Now that I'm 40, I just feel like, well, I'm not writing plays. Like I'm creative, but I don't. Forty one. Like Forty one. Fuck. Thanks, Crofton. Thanks for your <laughs> shitty reminder. Um. <laughs> so so you know now I'm like, what am I doing this for? Like it's like I had a purpose doing it twenty years ago, and then I just still keep doing it, and I say the same things. Yeah, it's just good. It makes my day. It has, it makes the world better. I can get through my day. I can cope. What I've learned over the past month. So as part of you know. The therapist that had talked to saying uh, she had a clinical opinion. I have generalized anxiety disorder. I need you to reduce certain things, among them being coffee. No more. And I was like, no more soft drinks, no more junk food, no more sh- like sugary, caffeiny shit, no chocolate. I can have a cup of coffee in the morning. And as I did that for a few months, you know, don't mind sharing with people. I'm on Wellbutrin now, and that's something that's supposed to be antidepressant, supposed to help with anxiety. It's just like a stopgap until I get something proper, perhaps, as medication. But the, one of the side things of it was that it has smoking cessation properties. And that hasn't diminished. But I just stopped smoking. I stopped drinking caffeine because I'd take the pill and I'd feel the same like, ooh. I'm like, oh, these pills are kind of intense. And I'm like, I don't want to drink a coffee. I was just worried about it. I'm like, maybe that's too much. And then as you get used to the drug, you stop feeling that. I mean, this is brain stimulant. Um and I was like, whoa, I just don't need coffee. So I've been able to get over the hump. And now I'm just like, so I want to say, like, I'm off caffeine and it's super great. But I'm on another drug. <laughs> I'm on Wellbutrin. <laughs> so I don't know if I could really sit on a high horse and feel like caffeine is bad. <laughs> but I really want to say right now that caffeine is bad because I'm understanding that I was born into a bunch of systems with a built-in vulnerability so people could exploit me. And that's how I'm viewing cigarettes and caffeine and television and all kinds of things. I'm having a major existential crisis and a major like reevaluation I'm undergoing. Maybe you call it even a midlife crisis uh, over the past 40 years. And caffeine is certainly a part of it. So I'm 41 years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The first year you don't do shit. All right. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I'm getting to my verdict now. 
I'm just going to go with what my gut is telling me. And if I change my mind later, so be it. But caffeine is bad. Oh, Oh, suck it, caffeine. I gave you a bad verdict. And myself from six months ago hates me right now, I'm sure. But that's just what it is. If you would tell me when we started this podcast, one day we're going to do a topic of caffeine and Bo Schwartz will be the one that says that it's bad. I would be like, who are you and what have you done with Bo? But uh, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I've lied in a certain way. Like, in three months, I'll be like sucking back 50 energy drinks and going like why did i say caffeine was bad we need to do the episode again like right now oh caffeine's so good why oh you know you're gonna find me in my underwear with like 50 cans of pop all around me and and like coffee but hey that's how i feel today so that's what i'm doing and well though if uh if in five months when you're back on the thing you want to write to the show and tell us about how you change your verdict we'd like to hear from you then and listeners if you want to tell us how we're right, wrong, or bullshit about what we said on this particular topic of caffeine. We would love to hear from you. Our website is goodbadbull.com. From there, you can find all the ways to reach us. Email goodbadbull at gmail.com. Twitter at goodbadbull. Or you can do the Facebook thing if you insist, uh, though I don't recommend it. And uh, but, but, <laughs> but we would love to hear from you. And if you haven't, if you haven't subscribed to the show, you know, please do so. Google Play, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, Patreon, shout out. We do have some supporters who generously contribute to making this show possible. Uh, we really appreciate anything you can give, whether it's a dollar or two. It does not matter. Price of a cup of coffee. Or oh, less. we got to change yeah. our marketing now. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I keep uh, yeah, the price of a cup of coffee a month. I'm like, I'm selling yeah. drugs. Selling drugs, but uh, but yeah, at patreon.com slash goodbadbull, everything helps, and we do appreciate the support, guys. Uh, and Crofton, people want to find out what you're up to, various shows and guest appearances. Where can they find out what you're doing? They can find me on the internet. I'm on the Twitter, at Crofton Steers, one word. It's my online caffeine. Come follow me. <laughs> and and Bo. Where can people see what you're up to? Uh, Boschwartz.com for links to everything I do. Uh, yeah, and Boschwartz on Twitter. Yeah, lots of stuff there to check out. And as for me, you can't find me on the internet except for here. And uh, otherwise, I'll just be every morning making a delicious pot of fresh hot coffee to get my day started, even though I'm an addict. <laughs> All this thing. talk about coffee really makes me want to drink one right now, but I really yeah. don't want well, to. Well, you know, it's funny because I can tell I'm addicted to coffee because there are the many days, like even right now, right now it's 10 after 10, and I'm, I'm going to go to bed probably pretty early. And often when I go to bed, I'll think like, oh, when I wake up, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. It's going to be so good, hot, like nice hot coffee. I'll dream about it. It's a drug. Um <laughs> But it is funny because it is it is the soft drug and and really like all the things you touched on, Bo, and well, all of us in the show, like all the other drugs, social media, the structure of society. I just feel like we have so many bigger fish to fry, you know, really of our problems that, that that's why caffeine gets the pass. I'm not saying it's good, but like if I were to pick the thing we need to tackle, like I don't think it's gonna be coffee. <laughs> like I would this- get rid of all social media before I get rid of coffee. Like or you know opioids. Like you don't opioids. get rid of it, but like you know genocide. You know I, there's some sure. ills that I would get rid of before coffee. Before coffee, that's true. 
Yeah, Vladimir right. Putin yeah. will deal with you later. Work with me on the caffeine thing. Right please. now, we gotta get rid of coffee. And it's funny, talk about you would never get a consensus for that. Like, think of how many people love coffee and be like, I'd rather die than get rid of coffee. It's funny. It's hilarious. Well, on that note. <laughs> no, no. I was oh, no. trying to Google a coffee. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you... I got it. So here's the thing there was, there, there was a tongue twister for coffee. Um, and uh, Gwen had it in her book. Okay, oh. and I actually have a hard time with it. So let's close let's, our let's show close here. Let's close show with that, and then you can the end, tongue it. We'll end it after. And all right, and yeah. I will then I will then butcher it, and and then you can end the show. Okay, here we go. I'm not going to do it too fast because honestly, I've never read this fully out. It's not one that I know. So. All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper copper coffee pot. You can believe it or not, but I want a cup of coffee from a proper coffee pot. Tin coffee pots or iron coffee pots, they're not good to me. If I can't have a proper cup of coffee from a proper copper coffee pot, I'll just have tea. All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper copper coffee pot. You can believe it or not, but I want a cup of coffee from a proper copper pot. Holy man. Ooh, okay, pretty good. I, no, there was a piece of book. Sorry. Oh! End the show, Bo. <laughs> yeah. End the show. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull. Bye.